What's going on, everybody? It's your boys, Aaron and Augustine, back with another one. Sorry we weren't able to get one out last week. We actually had it recorded, but for some reason, the audio was very bad from Augustine's end. It was obviously probably from my end, but it wasn't recording good from for, uh, from his side. Uh, so I just posted some on our social medias for uh, TikTok, Instagram, and I think that's it. So you want to follow those? They're going to be right here below. Yeah, right here so you can watch them. Yeah, I'm trying to get uh, better. Like, obviously, if your um, if your audio side was um, better, which is that's my fault. I'll take uh, I'll take blame for that. But yeah, that's gonna obviously get better with time. You know, I'm not that smart when it comes to this editing stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just wanted to start off. Usually, we talk about football, and we are gonna talk about football like 90% of the time. But uh, tonight we're recording on Tuesday night, technically Wednesday morning. And uh, the NBA all-time leading uh, scorer was just passed in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar by uh, Augustine's nemesis and Skip Bayless's nemesis, apparently, uh, LeBron James. My favorite athlete of all time. Not just my favorite player in the NBA, but my fa- he's my favorite athlete. I've been watching him since 2004, so I have to talk about this. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with 38,000. I don't know the exact number, but it's over 38,800 points, almost 39,900 or almost 38,900. So, yeah, he becomes the leading, the leading scorer of all the highest scorer of all time. I can't even talk right now, bro. I'm all, I'm all slumped from think, thinking about LeBron so much. Like, that sounds super, you know, but I'm not that. Actually, it probably is like that. I'm not going to lie. But anyways, uh, yeah. So, uh watching this guy since 2003 when he came into the NBA and seeing him go through so much uh, criticism is very um, cool to see. And, uh, yeah, uh, so I just want to say shout-out to LeBron. And he is my favorite player, athlete, literally anything of all time. I know Augustine likes to troll and likes to, you know, say that, like, he sucks and he still lost, which he did lose the game tonight. But that doesn't take away the fact. Yeah, they, they, they did lose the game. But that doesn't take away the fact that he is the – uh, the number one scorer of all time in the NBA, a record that was held for 39 years, almost 40 years. So I don't care what people say about him. If they don't think he's the GOAT, that's fine. I I, I think he's the GOAT in my book. I think it's uh, him. And then a uh, in a close second, it's Michael Jordan, obviously. But I, I would still take um, LeBron because, well, obviously, I grew up watching him. I was not um, – I actually was born when uh, Jordan won his last championship. No, actually, no, his when he started his first, his uh, second three P. Because I was born in '96 and he won his fourth championship in '96. But obviously, I didn't actually get into basketball until I was like six or seven. So it was like around '03, '04. So I grew up watching LeBron. So I obviously didn't watch Jordan. So I would say that LeBron is the greatest player of all time in my book. Obviously, it's all subjective, and I'm not gonna argue with people that think it's Michael Jordan or even Kobe or Kareem or Shaq or Magic or Bird, anyone, you know what I mean? So, yeah, props to my boy, LeBron James, and uh, keep I, – obviously, I don't, I don't think he'll win another championship, but <laughs> he's still going to probably, like, you know, he's going to keep uh, pushing that uh, all-time scoring uh, lead, like, by a lot. He'll, he'll probably have over 2,000 more than Kareem when it's all, when it's all said and done. So, yeah, I just wanted to obviously give LeBron his own little segment. I'll probably put that on the pod. I mean, on our uh, socials because LeBron deserves it. And we don't really talk about basketball that much, right? It's mostly been football. Uh, mainly because, I, I mean, I keep up with, like, scores. 
every yeah. so often, but after yeah. watching the game, uh... you're always fucking texting me or calling me. Hey, did you see LeBron James lose? I'm like, dude, I, I don't care. Like, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not an actual Laker fan, huh? I keep up with LeBron when he loses, just like today. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, literally everybody and their mother was keeping up with him today. <laughs> like, literally, everybody was at the game. Everybody <laughs> I, was at the game, dude. I completely forgot that today would have been like the game potentially. Yeah. I mean, obviously it was, but yeah. I've the past week or so I haven't really kept up with much stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, what do you call it? Uh, he, I mean, yeah, uh, that's it for LeBron. Obviously, Augustine doesn't really have much to say because you don't really pay attention to actual basketball, right? You just like to hate on LeBron. <laughs> we can we can move on after that. Yeah, you, yeah, I don't care about your opinion. We well, when it comes to that, at least we can move on <laughs> to uh, the NFL topics. Um, obviously, we talked a lot about the the. We didn't really talk about the previews, actually. Uh, well, the preview, because it's only one more game. But we didn't really talk about the preview. So we'll probably talk mm-hmm. about that towards the end. But uh, sure. I wanted to talk about some stuff, obviously, that has been going down this past week since we uh, recorded last week. Obviously, you know, the whole... Did you, did you see the Brandon Ayuk thing? What he said? Ayuk, no. Like, for okay, the past week, I haven't so, really been keeping up with... Yeah, so he was, he was in a uh, podcast with I don't recall who it was, but he was basically, okay, so this is one of the things he said. Obviously, I'm going to put him on the screen. Are we going to have him on the pod? Oh, yeah, for sure. F Brandon Ayuk, bro. I'm trying not to cuss too much, but F Brandon Ayuk. I don't, I don't give a damn about him. He was This dude had, like, two catches for, like, eight yards, and he's trying, and he's trying to talk crap, bro. Like, come on, man. But anyways, one of the things he said was, uh, if I were going to bet on this game, I would take everything that I own, get it in cash, and put my money on the Kansas City Chiefs. So like, and one, uh, what do you call it? Uh, one other thing that he said that went uh, obviously uh, 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 viral was uh, he he uh, basically said that uh, he can't wait or that he, uh, the Chiefs' offense is going to expose what San Francisco's offense uh, would have exposed if they didn't lose their freaking quarterback. Their third string quarterback, by the way, not even their starter. It wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Dance. It was Brock Purdy that apparently is like the next Tom Brady that was supposed to expose our defense. Which I mean, I don't know, man. Like, it. I would kind of blame it on your own coaching staff, especially your offensive coordinator, for putting uh, your second string tight end. Not even George Kittle, dude. George Kittle is probably the best blocking tight end in the whole league, right? I would assume. Like, he's very freaking good. They didn't even put him but they put their second string, their backup tight end to try and block our best pass rusher in Hassan Reddick. And that's the play, that's the play where uh, Purdy got hurt because he got strip sacked and then he got hit in his arm or whatever. Remember that yeah. play? Yeah, that's the play that happened because Reddick literally just torched the freaking second string tight end guy. Like, I, like how do you blame, like, anything on us? It's I mean, obviously, it kind of is Reddick's fault because he hurt the guy. But, like, how do you not, like, blame it on your own coaching staff, dude? Like, that's why you're uh, – that's why it is your co- your coach's job to put you guys in the best position to succeed, you know? Like, come on, dude. Like, what's your take on that, Augustine? I mean – it's like how you said earlier, dude only had two catches for eight yards. So obviously I think it was eight yards. I I know for a fact it was under twenty, but I'm not too sure if, if it was actually eight yards. 
I mean, regardless Still, of the not, fact, I mean, not, yeah. he could have been the one to step up. You know how you were saying about Higgins to step up. Um, mm. Obviously, Ayuk definitely could have stepped up. Um, he should have been, he should have been because of what happened to Samuel. But I mean, yeah, that's just pretty funny to me. <laughs> like, just talking that much. I mean, it's not a lot of shit, but like, just talking crap about the team that like fucking. Not right away, but they did blow the fuck out. They um, did. It, yeah, it was a 24-point game, bro. Like, that's not close. Like, if, if it was, like, if the score was, like, uh, 31 to, like, 20 or, like, 24 to, like, 17, then I could understand his frustration. But, like, dude, you scored seven points, bro. Like, come on, man. At least score more than that. And then, and then because, like, he literally said that team just got lucky. Because they played against the like, dude. How are you guys? I don't know, man. So like, they got lucky against you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That we got uh, that no, that we got lucky versus like them. Down, like... <laughs> I don't know. That's just fucking funny. Uh, it's it's, it's just the just... nature of being you know, those better guys. And... It's just cringe, dude. Like I could understand because like uh, what do you call it? Um, did George Kittle even say anything like talking well, shit? That's what I was gonna. Uh, uh, that's what I was gonna say actually next about because like he actually did like obviously uh have an interview after the game, but he didn't really say like anything that Brandon Ayuk said like oh they got freaking lucky blah blah blah. He just said that it was very unfortunate circumstances and that uh our team is very very good. So like he actually did show respects to him, and that's why I like George Kittle because like he actually has room to talk. That dude is a freaking monster. You know what I mean? Like he's a top yeah. two. He's a freaking top three, top two tight end in the whole league. So he has room to talk, and he actually is good. Brandon Ayuk is not – like, who are you, bro? Like, who the hell are you to, like, even try to be like, oh, you guys got lucky. You guys are trash. Like, y'all got freaking lucky because our third-string quarterback got hurt. Like, stop, bro. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, like dude, I'm not even one to talk trash because, obviously, my team is, like, usually, nev- uh, is, uh, usually never this good. But, like – like, come on, dude. Like, it was a 24-point game. Yeah, it was 31-7. They're usually good at once every six to seven years. That was before because, obviously, like, we didn't have a uh, consistent um, uh, team where, like, we could actually keep our uh, guys because, obviously, in 2017, when we won the whole thing, uh, most of our guys were old. They were all, like, 30 and stuff like that, you know? So, like, obviously, it's going to be harder, harder. Huh? It was pretty much do or die for them. Yeah, so like uh, this year, the our uh, main core guys are very young because obviously AJ Brown, Smith, uh, Devontae Smith, uh, Sanders, Goddard, Hurts—they're all under twenty-five, or no, they're all twenty-six and under, I believe. And then like obviously we have guys that are like uh, older, like mm. Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, guys like that that are also uh, older, but. Uh, this year we have a very good mix uh, or um, blend, I guess, if you will, of uh, young guys and older guys. So that's good, you know, like that's good to have because obviously yeah, you don't want to sure. have a super, super young team. So like that's why I think that uh, both of these teams that are playing this week in the Super Bowl are going to match up very well because they have uh, – both teams have a very good blend of older guys and younger guys, vets and young, young, young dudes. And then obviously – the Chiefs have Pat Mahomes still, so <laughs> I don't care yeah. if he's on one leg; he's still a beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I was sure. gonna say, uh, you got anything else to add about that? 
before we uh, go on to the next one that I want to talk about? You better get used to Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, so <laughs> it's going to be more of, that, of the same for him. So I don't know, unless some miracle happens, but yeah. Hey, man, Tom Brady could come out of retirement. Talking shit, so whatever. They're Tom Brady could come out of retirement, Augustine. Huh? I said Tom Brady could come out of retirement. And then hey, maybe I use my, my buyer of that, that, that retirement sand. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I'm going to post a picture right now. Uh, I don't that, know if, if you saw it. It's Tom Brady. I mean, I'm pretty sure it did. I think last time I checked, it was at 63,000 at some bid. And there was apparently like over 50 people that, that had already bidded. So I'm not too sure. I don't know if it was like a freaking fake screenshot or if it was like Photoshopped or anything, but I saw the screenshot. I'll, I'll try to find it from the guy. I'll post it up here. But uh, did you also see the... Insane. The, uh, did you also see the picture? Dude. Yeah, but I mean, are you really surprised, bro? There's people that buy like weirder shit. Like, are you really surprised that someone is buying the goat's sand? I mean, what if it wasn't even his sand? Because it was pretty pretty windy that day that he recorded probably all that sand that he was sitting on that blown away at, at some point. I'm pretty sure that this, there's no way. He was, I think, I'm pretty sure he was at the Miami Beach. I think that's that's what it looks like. If he was, yeah. though, like, dude, that there's for, that's for sure not going to, like, there's no way that the sand is going to stay there the whole time. Like, somebody picked me up, and, like, and it's going to blow away. Dude. <laughs> Come on, dude. But, like, just the fact that it was where the interview or where he did the that area. video, yeah, that's that's what people care about. Which is stupid because it's like, dude, like, if that's the case, why doesn't everybody that lives around there just go do the same thing? <laughs> like, they, 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 like, this guy was not the, what do you call it? Uh, 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 this guy did not get the only piece of sand that was there. Like, they just literally just go anywhere there and then just, like, grab sand from, like, anywhere in that whole beach and then just take a picture of, of where he of, of where he did it and then just say, oh, this is where he did it. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, it's – people got to be smart about that. But, yeah, what do you call it? Uh, Brady uh, posted a picture, too, um, of him with his shirt off and, like, uh, in his uh, underwear. I think it was, like, the next day. And uh, <laughs> Tyreek Hill, uh, he, uh, quote, Tweets it and then he puts, "Damn, uh, Tom Brady done retired and turned into Antonio Brown." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that made me laugh so hard, bro. I was like, "Dude, Tyreek a fool, dude." That was, that was that was funny, dude. That was so funny. But yeah, like that was. Um, speaking of, since we're on the topics of Super Bowl, Augustine, uh, let's talk about our favorite uh, Super Bowl memories. Do you have one in particular? We can do two uh, for each because obviously, yeah. okay, that's, that's, this is what I was going to say. Obviously, I already know you're going to save the freaking Packers, but I also want to point out that we're going to do one of obviously because, okay, let's not include our favorite teams because yeah, that's let's like. Just super, let's just get out yeah. of the way real quick. Okay, obviously, go. for me, it's Green Bay. Obviously, for yours, it was Philly. But probably, let me see, just moments, not full games. If it's full games, I'll mention yeah. it. But for cool. sure, uh, uh, moments for sure. Yeah. Um, the two, the, the the two catches that the Giants had against New England. Mm. I'm gonna put these up. By the way, should I put yeah. the uh, should I put the uh, videos or just like pictures of the moment? Uh, just just pictures. Just pictures, right? Yeah, just put pictures. Yeah, just to so. encapsulate that moment. Encapsulate like, for sure. They're yeah. gonna be remembered forever, you know. And I think the first one. That, um, I think it was with uh... Tyree, David Tyree, with his head. 
Yeah, I think that one was probably the harder, more more impressive one. The one with um, was it Hicks? Mario Manningham. I think that's his name. Manningham. Manningham. It was Manningham. Yeah, it was Manningham. I I I remember that. That one was just more like. If I'm freaking wrong, obviously I'm gonna put put it up here anyway. But it was either Manningham or Hicks. It was one of those. (laughs) Yeah, that one was more of like a holy shit. He actually caught it. Cut kind of cut kind of play. You know. Like, that one okay, that one I uh, I uh, I uh, will say that uh, for uh, the second one in 2011, that throw was way more impressive than the catch. Like, how do you throw that right yeah. to where that guy can catch it and like just like put his feet down already? Like, I don't know. I was just like, yeah, that thing is so There's different qualities about it that yeah, make each dude, one. Like, dude, if you freaking think about it, Eli Manning was actually so mid. His whole career, except for those years that he went to the Super Bowl, like those two years even, that he had, that's even what think, makes him go to the Hall of Fame alone. Even that year that they went to the Super Bowl the last time, um, they didn't really kick off until the second half of the year. Because I remember, I think it was midway through, they actually played New England in the Meadowlands, and I think yeah. it was. After it was zero zero, and then they went on to have like one of the best second halves of all time in my opinion oh, yeah. that I can remember. Yeah, and I think even in that loss, they were able to like regroup and you know, pretty much go from there. Because I I think I remember that first half they weren't that good. Like, that first half oh, yeah. of the season, yeah, I remember that. Um, the first so... one, the first one was when the Patriots were undefeated, right, the whole year. Yeah, and then they lost the last game. That. That game, yeah. yeah, that was, dude. If okay, yeah, dude. At least like if that was to happen, I mean, uh, uh, if the uh, Patriots would have won that game, Tom Brady would have already that year probably been like considered the goat just because of that. Like, do you know how hard it is to go undefeated? The last time that happened, I, I believe was was it seventy three or eighty three? I think it was seventy three, right? Seventy three Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, seventy three Dolphins. Te- technically, I think the Colts could have done it, but the coach was like, "Nah, fuck that, dude." I'm gonna rest players like four, four or five weeks left. Like, dude, I remember that. Fuck, dude? I remember that. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, um, another moment. Obviously, the uh, intercepted at the goal line. Yeah, that one, that's the one that I was thinking of, dude. It's like, dude, that yeah, one, dude. However, what was? Yeah, I think it was a few plays before. Was the one to curse? Where he like juggling curves with his feet and his that. whole body. That, I remember that. that I'm always gonna remember because it's like, dude, how the fuck is that still like even remotely catchable? You know, <laughs> that one is also very similar to the Julian Edelman one from 2017 when yeah. they came back 28-3. That one was also very hard. If you want to talk about like difficult catches like that, those two were like kind of similar. I would say that uh, Edelman's was a bit. Um, Harder, or I guess the uh, level of difficulty was a little bit more impressive to me just because there was what I think there was like three or four Falcons DBs there, and like he literally went through all of them, and like it was this close to touching the ground. I was like, dude, I was hoping so bad that it did touch the ground, but it didn't. So I was like, you know what? Props, dude. That was an amazing catch. I can't take anything away from that. That was a fucking incredible ass catch, man. Like crazy, crazy. Yeah, I think what helped it was just like. Like with the Seattle one, uh, with Curse, just the energy of the people, like you know, just in complete half the stadium in disbelief 
half the stadium in complete just like you know excitement like that was a good moment and then of course <laughs> the interception um oh, that pisses me off dude because like it's like dude why that still pisses me off to this day why did you not run the ball you have literally like arguably one of the freaking best running backs of all sure. time at that time he was the he was like the freaking uh he was like the jerome bettis of like what was it what, what was that your 2012 i think or 2014 i think it was 14 it was, i it was believe 14. it was 14 yeah because that was the year after they won against the broncos in 2013 yeah dude that was that was that pissed me off man i was like dude you could have literally brady would have had what six rings right now instead of seven like come on, come on man Come on, man. That's ah, dude. Russell Wilson was so young too, dude. Like, I like. Why would you trust him? Like, at like, like. I get if it's him right now, where he's like what 33, 34, something like that. But like, the dude was like twenty six. So at that time, he was still very young. It was only his third season, I think, third or fourth season. Like, dude, just give the ball to Marshawn Lynch. He needs two yards. Two yards. He literally, he literally ran over like twenty guys total, basically against the Saints in the playoffs before that. Like, dude, just give him the ball. Oh, that still pisses me off, dude. <laughs> let's talk about something else because that, that's uh, let's talk about a different different one. There's a uh, let's see. You can't forget about probably the best catch of all time, in my opinion, 2010, I believe. Steelers and uh, Cardinals, the San Antonio Mahomes or San Antonio Holmes, San Antonio Mahomes, what the heck, <laughs> San Antonio Holmes. That catch, the difficulty and. Uh, what do you call it? The fact that it was the game winner, that's what makes it more impressive. Like, dude, you literally, like, that was probably the, um, how do I say it? That was probably the creation of the toe drag swag, dude. You just, you got, oh my God, that one, I hate the Steelers too, dude. Fuck the Steelers. But like, dude, that, that catch was amazing, man. I, I remember watching that and I, I, I think right before that, that's when Larry Fitzgerald had like the 65 yard touchdown. Remember? Yeah. Where he ran down the middle and he ran through Troy Paul, or not through, but he ran from Troy Palomalu to score a touchdown. So that was, <laughs> that was the another that one. To see. Oh, yeah. Happened. So yeah, that was that crazy, man. Was, that whole game was really good. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think of another moment that I. That we were alive to watch. Remember. <laughs> Obviously, the. Uh, the lights going out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was in the 49ers and Ravens game, right? Yeah, that was so yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. That was so that weird. That was weird. Like... That was weird. It was weird. Because uh, there was a uh, conspiracy um, theory that apparently uh, they uh, did that on purpose because it was part of the script. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> what do you call it? I think, the, I think the Niners were up in that time. And then once that happened, the uh, Ravens – uh, took it away, or like they uh took over and won the game after that moment because I think that was right before halftime or like right after halftime. So yeah, that, that was actually oh, really weird as fuck too. That was really weird too, though. Uh, let's see. Let me go back and see some of the matchups. I, obviously, for sure, the most boring one was the fucking uh, Rams and, and Patriots. That was funny because that was the year that we were working at Pizza Hut. Still remember? I think it was yeah. twenty eighteen. And I remember uh, I was all uh, I was all pissed off because I had to work as a uh, delivery guy that night at Pizza Hut, and I was back because I was gonna miss the game. And you're and then you 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 called out of work just to watch the game, and you're like, "Dude, you didn't miss shit, man. She was boring." <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. that was funny, dude. That was funny as hell. <laughs> Let me see. 
let's see. Love and Atlanta. That, that was. That one was. I think if it wasn't the Patriots, I think obviously if that was not uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Patriots coming uh, coming back, and if it was not Tom Brady coming back, I think more people would like you know be like, oh yeah, that was the greatest of all time. But obviously, since it's Tom Brady and the Patriots, everyone wants to hate on him, so they don't. They don't really try to acknowledge them. They just try to like talk trash to the Falcons because of that, because <laughs> of the meltdown that they had. That's sad, dude. Uh, for sure, the probably the most gutsiest play in Super Bowl history, the uh, the onside kick. Saints oh, from Colts. the Saints, right? Saints and Colts. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. That was. I mean, it was gutsy. How gutsy really was it? Because it was to open the second half. Yeah, I mean, but they were down a lot, right? Yeah. They were down a lot, right? Yeah, you know it, what? Yeah, it was yeah, pretty right, much. Right. If it doesn't work, we we lose the game. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know what? That was that was gutsy. Yeah, you're right. It's because I was thinking about it. I was like, well, it happened right after, like right as soon as they got out of halftime. But it's like, okay, well, you don't do that unless you're down a lot. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's for sure. That was for sure the gutsiest, the greatest moment, dude, for me though. Uh, greatest moment, moment. Uh, well, Philly not greatest special. moment, but oh no, no, nah, I wasn't gonna say that. I mean, if I'm talking biasly, then yeah, I'm gonna say that. But uh, it's actually the sack that Brandon Graham not playing. <laughs> that Brandon, <laughs> the sack that Brandon Graham had to win the game against the Patriots. But uh, I don't know, man. There's a lot of great moments that you think of. I know when I think of um great moments, for some reason, one that always pops into my head. Is the same game that, the same game that we're talking about right now? The Cardinals and Steelers when James Harrison had that uh, pick six to yeah. end the first half. For some reason, I always picture that. I just picture him like freaking running so slow and bulldozing through everyone and brushing guys off like they're freaking ragdolls. I was like, dude, oh my god, that was crazy. Oh my god, Man, dude, it's gonna it's gonna be a. I think this might be like if if it's uh if it's what I'm. Uh, if it's how I expect it to go, uh, this week's um, Super Bowl matchup, I think this one might be a top 10 game. If, obviously, you know, because obviously both of the uh, yeah, both of the offenses are super good. They're, uh, and these are probably, without a doubt, the two best teams in their respective conferences. Like, this is like, you know, obviously, like, I know people are going to be like, oh, the Bengals should have won, blah, 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 blah. But Joe Burrow still threw two interceptions, got sacked five times, and he threw a pick when it mattered most at the very end. And then they came out, the Chiefs came out and went down their throats, and obviously they kicked the field goal. So you're not, you're not that good if you can't beat a t- if, if you if you can't beat Mahomes on one leg. Like, they're just better than you, dude. Like, let's just get over that, you know? Like, yeah. Come on, dude. But what do you call it? Um, uh, well, for these me, are the two teams. The most... One of the most shocking moments was uh, Denver and Seattle. The very first play. That was shocking to me. That wasn't shocking to me. It was. I was shocked. I was like, the, it's the first fucking play of the first drive. Oh, you're talking about the first play. Okay. I they're talking about like the score and like the outcome. I was like, I wasn't surprised oh. about that. No, like just, 43 to 8. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's the greatest, <laughs> probably the greatest offense of all time against the Legion of Boom in their. In their prime. Prime. That, that was the beginning of their prime. That wasn't even like in their prime prime. That was like, that was the game that like catapulted them. Like, okay, yeah, this might be the greatest defense of all time. Not just the Legion of Boom, but the greatest defense of all time, dude. For sure. Because I do, they dismantled them, dude. 43 to 8. Oof. 
Yeah. Like it's the that was this is dude. If I'm them, I'm like, dude, this is this is the the this is the best offense of all time. What the fuck? We just we just shut them down to eight points, dude. And that eight points the was like basically a garbage time. <laughs> no, for real, dude. They did well. To be fair, that was a uh, divisional uh, rivalry and just the rivalry in general. That was also that was also uh, the game that we got the fucking clip from Richard Sherman. When you put me with the sorry receiver, that's the receiver. That's the result you gonna get. Honorable mention. <laughs> Because that's also a good moment leading to a Super Bowl. Oh man, for sure, for sure. Oh, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty much what I can really remember off the top of my head. That doesn't yeah. involve either of our two games. <laughs> true, true, true. Um, I think we've, I think yeah, we've talked a lot about <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I don't want to make this one like an hour long, so I I think we should do the last segment, which would be the preview of the. Eagles and Chiefs, because I, I don't want to take too much away from the Super Bowl, you know? And I, we, we could make this one like a shorter one, because we've already been for there here for half an hour anyway, so, so sure. we've been talking for a while, <laughs> so let's just talk about the game. Who who you got, Agustin? And g- give me your preview and, like, your matchups and who you think, like, just give, give me give me everything. I, I took them from you in fantasy, and they worked out the times that I had them. The Eagles defense? No, I never had the Eagles defense. <laughs> what are you actually. saying? You took them in fantasy? Oh, the Chiefs. No, I had. You were so fucking pissed when I took AJ Brown. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you were I fucking was mad. pissed. I wanted to pair him with with Jaden Hurts. That's why. Hey, right. you know what though? You know what though? I still got Devontae Smith, and I was probably better. <laughs> At the, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. I love misery. Score? What do you got? Score? Just remember, wait, 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 before you say anything, just remember the script has them has the Eagles winning thirty-seven, thirty-four. <laughs> I'm gonna go thirty-one, twenty-eight. Thirty-one, twenty-eight. Okay. Who you got as your X factor? Like, who do you think is? Why do you think they're gonna win? Offensively, I think the Eagles really have to rely on their run game. Um, they have technically four great players that can run the ball. Obviously, Sanders, um, Boston Scott, and I always forget his name. Kenneth Gainwell. Gainwell, there we go. Off, yeah. um, Gainwell and Scott have proven that they can, you know, maybe not be a starter yet, but obviously they can... Whatever whatever the game plan needs them to do, they can do it, and then some. And then, yeah. obviously, you have the running ability of Hurts. Like, you have a great run game. You've been doing it the past few games, like, pretty pretty nice. So, why stop there? And then, if by some reason they're able to stop the run, they have to worry about your fucking weapons in the past game. So, yeah, definitely make the run game... Uh, establish it very fast because if they're not able to stop the run, it's going to be a long, long fucking day uh, for the Chiefs. Defensively, uh, I would say you have to make Mahomes uncomfortable. The 
I would say their weakness right now, I, or I won't say a weakness, but they're getting really comfortable handing it off to Pacheco and McKinnon. Obviously, well, McKinnon won the past game, but they've come, they've come into their own these past few few weeks, even what, past month or so, two months. So mm-hmm. you need to really play the line of scrimmage if you can keep them within you know the five yards. I think it's going to be a long day for them too. For Kansas City, I would say offensively, uh, you have Mahomes, but he can't do it alone. You have Pacheco, you have McKinnon. Get them more involved as much as you can. It'll take pressure off of uh, Juju and Kelsey. Obviously, you have Kelsey, the best tight end in the league, but obviously he can't do it by himself. So any chance that you can get... Yeah, thank you. Any chance that you can get um, to relieve him of some pressure, you know, do it. Obviously, he's going to be the big playmaker, and I feel he has to be... He has to go off, you know? Um, yeah. But you have other players that are coming into their own, get them involved, and take some of the pressure off. And obviously, I'm Holmes, so, you know, if there's any quarterback to trust, you know, you, you trust him to do it. Um, defensively, like I said last week, good luck. Um, they played to their game plan extremely well. They were able to hold Burrow. Um, I didn't think they could. We didn't think they could. And they were able to. Obviously, Hurts is... Not only hurts, but that whole offense is completely different from what they, from what the Bengals are, just in terms of just script, game script, not you know, story script. <laughs> not man, it's scripted, man, it's scripted, rigged, rigged, rigged. But um, I lost my train of thought for a second. <laughs> about uh, they're different as far as the game script goes for them. Yeah, essentially, yeah, they just have to plan accordingly. Plan to how plan the same way that you did against Kansas City, but obviously make changes where you need to because against the Bengals, uh, whatever they did to prepare it, it fucking worked. Yeah, so just keep at it and yeah, shoot, it's gonna be a good game. Dude, I can't wait, man. I'm I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I'm not really gonna add too much about like the whole like preview because you basically hit the nail on the coffin. You know, like you hit everything. That I would have said I would have basically just been a chachalaka. So I'll just give my uh pre like my uh score prediction. And I got the uh who do I got? Obviously I got the Eagles, but like what's the score? Uh the score I got I got the Eagles uh thirty seven, the Chiefs thirty four. What were we? Thirty seven thirty four. So that's going from. No, I'm playing. No, that's 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 the script. Okay, we're not we're not gonna go off the script. Uh, I got the uh, Eagles twenty one, and I got the Chiefs seventeen. I just don't think that the Chiefs will score that much. I, I mean, I don't think it'll be as high of a scoring game. Like I would hope, obviously, that it's like forty eight to forty five, but I don't think it'll like. It's like I always say, dude. It's the games that you least expect to go like to go like I don't know, like fifty to like forty something that are always like the highest scoring games and like these are probably the two best offenses in the league uh statistically and literally so i hope that it's a high scoring game but honestly as long as it's a good game that's all i can ask for obviously like i'm i'm just glad that my team is in it you know and i'm very excited but uh since, since we're talking about that we're about to wrap it up let's talk about how stupid the reporters are 
<laughs> have you been seeing the reporting questions like the questions just the one about asking uh Suriani. oh because i think i told you that one right did i show you that one huh? all right okay, uh, i don't know it's a different one yeah yeah so they asked him like is this a must-win game and it's like dude no dude like you know if we if we freaking lose it's okay you know all stupid like yes it's a must-win game but like they also asked nick Suriani. you know what else they also asked him some guy asked him uh who uh uh who from your team would you not let date your daughter? Guess how old his daughter is, his oldest one. Five. <laughs> like, why are you asking why are you asking a grown man, the coach? Like, at least ask about like, I don't know, his freaking cousin or something. Like, hey, who who on here would you not let date your cousin that's above age at least? Like a five who's gonna date a five year old? By the way, that's what I'm going to school for and that's what I want to be doing. And I'm gonna be asking way better questions than that. So I'm just saying, I hope so at least. I hope so at least. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this has been this has been a good one. You got anything else to ask, Kokosi? Or to add? Let's go, Eagles. All right. Uh that's gonna be it for today. And this is a short one, but uh starting next week, we'll probably start doing a lot more random stuff because next week is the last well, this is actually the last one of the season. So we'll probably start doing about like talking about like random things about sports, you know. So, yeah, yeah, that's going to be it for today. And peace out, everybody. Later. Have a good Super Bowl Sunday. Later. Have a good one.